0: The podcast it's Justice Boys Green Elite tells us all about Star citizens new wipe what's going on with the Steam store and of course first show of the month so we have deals of the month all of that and more in this week's episode of the podcast roll the intro
1: deals of the month <laughs>
0: That that wasn't your best scatting, Mendachi. I'm sorry.
1: No, it wasn't.
0: It's okay. We'll work on it again. <laughs> I didn't next know what week. I wanted
1: to do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hello and welcome. Uh yeah. Hello and welcome to Next to Nothing, a podcast for Gamers on a Budget. I'm your host, Danny Kay, with me. As always, the wonderful, the beautiful, the Mr. Green Elite. Green, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing okay. It's been a, a pretty stressful week so far. Uh been very busy trying to get kind of ready to move across. Uh, across the country for 13 weeks so
0: yeah'm kind of in
2: that prepared mode you know
0: isn't that fun oh it's just great it's great that... I've,
2: <laughs> I've like gotten her car like roadworthy like perfectly roadworthy and like fixed the windshield wipers did new ball joints new struts um and i haven't even like worked on my vehicle yet mm-hmm. so yeah it's a good time and clearing out the storage unit getting ready to to pack the stuff that we're not taking with us when we actually move move mm-hmm. uh so yeah it's
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah it's crazy
0: yeah i feel you i feel you we're also joined by the spooky and the ukulele the mendachi, mendachi how are you doing today
1: Man, I ain't got to deal with none of that shit. In fact, I took yesterday off. I took today off. I'm only working tomorrow and the next day. And that's it, homie. And I'm having another four-day weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've just been uh, doing nothing but, uh, you know, playing video games, getting ready to go back to school, calling different places, being like, hey, can you send that paperwork "Do you, have that paperwork? Hi, did you get that paperwork? And it's just been great chasing my own tail
0: i can't say i envy you whatsoever
1: Mm -mm. i don't think anyone does but you know what i am i am so determined to to not be dumb anymore danny i'm gonna get all these rocks out of my dumb head
0: it's not a dumb head it's a beautiful head but it is filled with rocks it is filled with rocks so it's weird (laughs) guys there was one time that we were yeah there was one time that we were hanging out and, like, Mindachi like, did, like, I got the water in my ear thing. And then pebbles fell out. It was fucking odd. Yeah. Yeah, that that's, like,
1: at least five times a day I, I had to do this.
0: Yeah. But, everyone, thanks for watching and listening to the show. If you miss any part of the show today, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. If you want to join us live, you can usually do that on Twitch every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Time. We also have a question of the week this week. The question is, what's the furthest you've gone to run a game? What is the furthest you've gone to run a game? What is what is the what is the process of like messing with config files for a game that was like not meant to run on your hardware? What is the most like you've uh, like tried to. Um, like finagle settings so you could play at 30 frames a second because you are playing on a on a potato what is like what is like uh and we'll even extend this out to like the console folks if like a game was out of print what is like the 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 furthest you've gone to like try to find a copy right what is the furthest you've gone to run a game green
2: um honestly i don't really try that hard to be honest, uh, <laughs> I like I downloaded an, an emulator. Well, I switched from iPhone to Android. The real reason why I switched switched from iPhone to Android is because I wanted to run an emulator on my phone so I could play Pokemon, uh, like the old Game Boy games, as well as uh, uh, Dragon Ball Z Booze Fury on my phone. I have never told anyone that until now
0: we are revealing real fucking secrets on the show. This is what you guys come to us for real fucking secrets
2: that. And I broke like uh seven iPhone fours mm. like, yeah. just by accidentally dropping them. Like one time I was like laying in bed and my bed was a foot off the ground and my phone slipped out of my hand, landed on carpet, screen still cracked.
0: Wow. Mindachi.
2: I am the reason why Best Buy doesn't have the black tie insurance anymore. Oof,
1: that's my
0: fault. <laughs> Mindachi how about you?
1: I got uh, I got two stories for you. So console side uh, back when I was in high school and I had just like way too many friends, we all had Halo. And we all wanted to play big team battle at the same time and like in the same space. So my ass literally set up three gigantic tables around like a three stall garage. We got um, a switch rented out from the local radio shack. I had a buddy that worked there that crimped a three hundred and twenty five foot uh ethernet cable and we all then had um which like i think in the long run we didn't need to connect to a modem at all we should have just all been able to connect to the switch either way everyone then had like their own cables that they all connected to and we hosted this like 12 hour long like Anywhere between Team Slayer and Big Team Battle, full lobby, the whole lobby was just in a garage. And that was the sickest shit, dude. It was so cool. Um, As far as PC goes, my buddy Brent from uh, PFTP has recently gotten me into the biz of getting to enjoy all the PS2 games that I either couldn't get my hands on when I was younger or, you know, we just didn't get in the States. So, um yeah, uh, doing PS2 emulation for Japanese games that never got a localization or the localization is incredibly hard to find. And then having to, like, offload all of those ISO files into the correct files and downloading the updates and everything like that and putting those in correct files and mounting everything together and running it on emulator pretty much manually is... Uh, a lot of work but if you really want to play something you can (laughs) and i do uh also if you didn't have doom on an old uh texas instruments calculator like were you even in high school ever
0: (laughs) see i never had a graphing calculator but i had always heard people like were able to emulate like game boy games on them Mm mm-hmm And uh, that was one thing I always wanted to do was like emulate like Pokemon Red or something on it.
1: Yeah, just do just doing equations in class. That's Mm -hmm. that's all you're doing, you know, (laughs) and becoming the fucking master.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, though. And by the way, the only reason I never had a graphing calculator of my own is because I was so bad at math that I deliberately went out of my way to take the easiest classes possible. But uh, I do have one answer for what's the furthest you've gone to run a game. Back when I uh, just started getting into PC gaming, it, like right after I graduated uh, high school, started getting into college, um, I was on a shitty, shitty uh, laptop that was not meant for gaming. It was really meant as like a web browsing thing and like a word processor. It was a Dell Latitude. And uh, I decided that I wanted to play Insurgency. And uh, I had it gifted to me by my good buddy, Stamp. And then I found out that it ran okay ish uh, if okay was right around 30 frames. Um, So then I took all the settings all the way down and then found out there's a program called Razer Cortex from Razer that was supposed to help boost PC performance. And that's what I did. I ran Razer Cortex all the fucking time (laughs) nice yeah how'd that
1: work out for you
0: uh it got me an extra five frames i would i would average between 35 and 40 frames
2: did you slap rgb in there
0: true rgb does make you faster and also 50
2: fps minimum
0: yeah
1: oh yeah absolutely
0: yep but uh that's the furthest i've gone people can hopefully relate (laughs) green let's talk a little bit about star citizen
2: yeah star citizen has finally uh done it's it's uh quarterly wipe oh
0: you (laughs) that's (laughs) yeah that is what we we call a pregnant pause
2: yeah, we're we're doing a very very interesting uh, and long pause because uh, uh, this wipe has been very interesting. It is the introduction of three point seventeen point two? Um, people have been waiting for it all month. Uh, it was supposed to be three point eighteen, but three point eighteen got pushed back to hopefully next quarter. Uh, and I I say this wholeheartedly, hopefully next quarter. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, you want me to run through the list of things that they, uh, have introduced new to this wipe?
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, what is new with the wipe and all the stuff that goes along with this wipe?
2: Okay. Uh, so three point seventeen point two has brought a few changes to the persistent universe that has a lot of people hyped. Um, and also a lot of people are a little. Eh. Um, we'll start with the list here. Increased uh player cap. Per server to a hundred players, uh, new points of interest called the Derelict Reclaimers and the Colonial Outposts. There's a new ground tank uh, slash anti aircraft vehicle called the Anvil Centurion. Um, they've done AI improvements, including NPC reinforcements uh, and NPC movement, um, which, uh, if you watch the trailer, is really cool. They like uh, enemies can call in like uh, like drop ships. Uh, for like reinforcements, which is really cool. Um, they have added new illegal delivery missions like uh, running drugs and stuff like that. Uh, they've put a little bit more focus into that now. Um, they've changed, uh, made changes to combat assistance beacons, and then there's a new event called Siege of Orison. Um, uh, and I who Siege of Orison is interesting. Uh, really cool concept, but I have not had any fun with it
0: can you um uh, hmm? sorry i'm sure you're probably just can you can you describe like what siege of orson is like how it works yeah
2: so you get a i think it's every other day uh you'll get a notification in your uh like mission page um that will say that uh there is a space gang uh, a, a a gang of space pirates called the nine tails are invading the planet crusader and trying to take over the home city of orison um so they're requesting any help that they can get um the players accept this mission they go to the location uh on orison to get there and then essentially they had to clear out different platforms of these uh a, ai npc enemies um as well as like get into certain areas and kill like certain lieutenants and stuff like that there's like various different tasks per per uh platform um it the concept is really cool i i thought it was really interesting uh a few things i did not care for was a it's on crusader and for anyone who's played the game crusader is a pain in the ass to get to and from because it is a gas giant planet and it like the atmosphere takes so long to get down to the planet and up off the planet um which i mean it is what it is they're trying to be realistic it's probably probably pretty difficult to get off of a gas giant planet um but that's neither here nor there uh the biggest issue i've had um, is when I've tried the event um, the new movement thing that they've introduced is not really working properly in these events um, I've noticed a lot when I when I was playing that uh, these enemy NPCs would pop up out of nowhere or they'd be walking and then they'd teleport a few feet ahead so like if I shot at one of them uh, there's no guarantee I'd actually hit them because they're moving and then all of a sudden boop instant transmission 10 feet ahead (laughs) um or they would just teleport behind me randomly and just shoot me and i would die and it's uh yeah not a good time uh a lot of people were complaining about it it also seemed kind of like uh, uninteresting Mm -hmm. like i like people are like oh it's action-packed and stuff like that but to me it just didn't feel like there was like a massive amount of uh pressure other than the fact that you know enemies can literally teleport behind you or beside you and blast you out of nowhere so uh yeah that, that that's pretty much the siege of orson i mean there's some stuff with like air superiority as well where, where you had to like save the ships that are there um and stuff like that but Oh, no, it's it's an interesting idea, but in practice right now, it's not very fun
0: Okay. That's uh, video
2: games, baby. Yeah, that's alpha video games.
1: Yes, yes, yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, uh, one of the biggest things with this wipe, uh, like it's a full wipe. So like if you hadn't if you purchased any, uh ships or anything in with in-game money um that is all gone um i know that there was some issues with the beginning of the wipe where people couldn't log on and they were saying that they were going to give everyone like a million uh credits in the game um for the hassle i think i had when i logged on i had like nine hundred ninety-nine thousand credits um which is kind of cool but um, I still don't like I don't have my ships and stuff like that that I bought previously. So um, but if you had purchased like with actual like, IRL money, those ships should be yours and you should be able to go pick them up and, and use them like normal.
0: OK. Um, I was going to uh, real quick ask, just kind of going back to the AI improvements um does that has that made like a significant difference in your opinion and like a, of the gameplay
2: um i didn't get to see much of it actually working
0: okay uh
2: which is it is a big problem in my opinion uh and it was mainly during that that siege of orson event mm-hmm. um they did make some server changes so, like the fluidity and the the jitteriness uh has like tone down with players
0: mm-hmm.
2: um I've still noticed like places that I like I and land um like the AI are just standing there sometimes t posing that's still a thing but um like normal planetary AI they seem to when when they are moving they seem to be moving a lot more fluidly yeah um again just that seed divorce and it's just oh I'm over here now I'm over there now I'm over here oh what are you gonna do you know so
0: um okay uh mandachi did you have any other thoughts or questions on the stuff that was highlighted as like new at all
1: yeah uh so you said that like you you haven't been able to like get into any of the ships or anything like that and like so i'm assuming you probably haven't tried out any of the the new land vehicle
2: no, I, I was able to get into ships and stuff. I just, I don't have like all the ships that I had previously purchased last wipe. Okay.
1: Yeah. I, I must yeah, have just I misunderstood.
2: Had, yeah. I, I, like, I, I, when I got my, my pledge ship, which is the Aurora,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, it came in just fine, uh, flew just like last wipe. Everything felt good. Yeah. Um, honestly, uh, getting to and from like, uh, like the, the ports actually felt really smooth too. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. I'd have like a lot of, Last wipe, I'd have a lot of like frame drops. That seems to smooth out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're getting on and off a planet, um, which is actually pretty big. Like they're moving closer and closer to a more optimized uh game. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I have not tried the new ground ship yet. The the anvil, uh, centurion. Um, I've seen it. It does look pretty sick. It has like uh anti-aircraft guns on top that will like you can shoot down ships coming for uh ground support
1: sounds pretty sick so you you tried the you tried the siege um was there any other of the new content that you like that you got to try that you felt like was cool or fun or like stood out to you like oh shit, because like i see a lot of people that are uh consistent star citizen content creators and players. That are saying like this is the best that this game has been.
2: Um, I haven't gotten to experience much else in the game other than the siege, like other than like the like the noticeable differences with with like the server side. Mm-hmm. Um I've I looked at one of the outposts that they had, the colonial outposts that were um that was pretty interesting. Um they were like old rundown random points of interest that you'd have to do a mission at. Mm-hmm. Um but like nothing nothing insane in my opinion i don't think this is like a lot of the content creators you've seen like they've said this is the best it's ever been like i, I haven't noticed a, a massive difference since last wipe to be honest okay yeah um I'm, I'm more looking forward to 3.18 with the the uh the persistent uh mesh thing that they're introducing where they you can put something somewhere and then server-wide it will stay there you know, and then you could come back the next day and pick that, that item back up. So
0: yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. So do we really know like what's actually holding them back from 3.18? Is it just it needs a lot of polish?
2: I believe that they they're putting that into the uh player testing okay. server. Um and I think that came or is coming soon. Um, i know that they've gotten it like on their side they've they've done testing for it and they want to make sure that like it's working on like the 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 player side of the server but before interest introducing it to the actual persistent universe okay and there's a a few other changes yeah there's a few other changes that are coming to 3.18 as well um i just don't have that full list yet so oh for sure Um, no no one does but
1: yeah, well, I mean, like at least they're they're adding things, right? And they're being yeah. consistent and open with what they're what they're adding and everything. It's too bad that uh, it was just slidey, slippy, slidey. Um, that video that we had on the podcast, Danny, was that actually from from this uh, current wipe, or was that
0: no, that was okay. That was from a few months ago, I believe.
1: Okay, but yeah, if if that's I mean, the reason why I ask is because, like, the gameplay is quite consistent with what uh, Green was just saying that he experienced in that in that siege. So it's like, you know, hopefully 3.18 really, you I, know, I bring, brings event, that in.
2: I think this event's only coming, like, it's only going for two weeks, too.
1: Which uh, is a wow. massive
2: buzzkill. But uh, they've said that they've done some server tweaks to where they can do hot fixes without waiting for patches now
1: yeah yeah
2: um, you know which is great especially in the circumstance where like they're having issues with uh you know uh, npcs teleporting randomly
1: right do we um, do we have like a like a general guess as to as to why these things are happening is this internal bugs is this server stability is it you know like because these yeah. aren't these aren't like single instance, right? Like you don't log like load into like your own siege, do you? Or is it yeah, all like, like all persistent? Other players? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Hmm. So I, yeah, I'm not sure like where the actual issue is coming from. Um and I know like the first day that they uh, launched the patch, uh, a lot of people couldn't get in because of a server issue. Um. It was like a error code sixteen zero zero eight or something like that. Um and I don't know if it was because there's so many people logging in after the the wipe or if it was because they increased that player cap to one hundred to so fifty. Mm.
1: Um
2: that made like some weird change. and I'm assuming the movement in the siege of Orson is due to that new like uh AI movement. Uh Program that they've introduced with the swipe. That's my my hunch. I don't know if that's for sure what the reason is.
1: Yeah, that definitely feels like it has a a, a good portion to deal with it. It's the it's the variable here. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's all I really had. It seemed like uh seemed like you had some some time with it. Uh, do you think that you're gonna go back and and attempt that siege again within the two weeks that it's uh, that it's live?
2: I will probably be trying it this weekend just to see if like maybe it's cleared up a little bit. Um if if it didn't or if it doesn't, I'm just going to go do random shit and 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 like try to make my money back that I I lost. I had like 18 million stacked up in like uh six other ships and now I have my my little the uh, uh Aurora just uh floating around in space. So
1: Yeah. I guess, uh, actually, that does kind of bring up a a decent question that I have, and then I'll I'll hop off the horse. Um, Do you feel like the wipe method of, like, clearing up servers and everything like that and, like, having everyone start back on not necessarily, you know, like, 100% uh, foundation level, but, like, having everyone restart, kind of like with Tarkov and everything like that, do you think that that's a good method uh, and like cycle of gameplay for a game like Star Citizen,
2: I honestly don't think it's necessary for this type of game, right. Um, but i I believe the reason why they do wipes the only time that they do like monetary wipes and and chip wipes and stuff like that is when they're introducing like new big things, like uh, Like when they changed the game engine a few wipes mm-hmm. ago, that they actually did like that full wipe normal update patches like they don't clear everything it's just like a a a few like minor changes that that they've been working on um but i i believe the the reason why they did like a full wipe this time is because of like the new ai movement and stuff like that as well as this big siege event
1: okay okay yeah interesting thanks man yeah um
0: i only have like two more questions hit me do you feel that the general community response to this wipe has been positive or or um, how, are, how are you perceiving the community response
2: i've noticed a few people have uh not been a huge fan of it especially like with the the same people have been experiencing the, the siege issue or thought that the siege issue or the siege uh event was kind of boring but then I've also seen a lot of positives, especially with the, the changes to, like, the, the fluidity with, within, like, the actual gameplay. Um, because, like, I, I noticed that a lot last wipe with, like, the jitteriness, especially when you're going to and from a planet. Um, and that's really cleared up, and it's uh, helped with, like, actually feeling in like you're in the game. Because, uh, you know, you're, you're not getting that massive frame drop, or you're not like randomly moving a certain way when you're uh, on a planet. Um, Which is is, is a huge deal because that just means we're closer and closer to a fully optimized game that can actually run on more than just an actual battleship of a a PC. So that's like a a big step that they need to take for this to become like a, a game that they can just sell to everyone and everyone actually pick up and buy
0: yeah well and you you made a really good kind of segue there you know for everyone to to pick up and buy at this moment would it be a good chance to try your hand at star citizen or do you suggest maybe people wait
2: honestly um if you're really interested in space sims then yes um if you're just on the fence about it i would probably wait until 318 3.18. 3.18 um if not like i know they're working towards 4.0 and 4.0 being the actual beta of the game instead of the alpha um but like if you want to jump in there before that then yeah i would definitely definitely wait until 3.18 that'll be next quarter hopefully as long as testing goes well uh in in uh the PTU
0: okay excellent do you guys want to talk uh or is there anything else in the Star citizen that we wanted to mention right now
2: i, think I, I can good. think of
1: yeah
0: pretty comprehensive you're so
1: you're so good at answering questions green i'm trying trying <laughs> yes
0: so if you if you guys want to let us know what your thoughts are on the star citizen wipe let us know uh in the comments or of course you guys can let us know uh, on twitter as well green how can people talk to us on twitter
2: uh at next to nothing pc on twitter and then also you can check us out on facebook that's next something the podcast it's a facebook page check it out i work hard on that kind of
0: (laughs) well mandachi you're right green is really good at answering questions so i'm gonna have i'm gonna have him answer one more green do you want to talk about those changes coming to the steam storefront
2: do i want to talk about this changes to the steam storefront me
0: myself i mean no i can i do, do you want to hear about it
2: i should say i would love to hear about it i didn't know i was talking about it i can if you no. want me to no but... no no
0: i i got you fam i,
2: I got was you. confused
0: yeah i fucked like, up I, I fucked up the segue i'm sorry
2: i'm like uh okay i like two <laughs> stories let's do it
0: fuck i, it. I fuck it up. we'll do it live <laughs> no, I fucked up the segue. Anyways, Steam users will soon be enjoying a decluttered and less messy experience on the store as the juggernaut of digital retail has announced new rules for game devs to follow for the graphical asset capsules. The graphical asset capsule are the section of like the game listings where the banners are shown and are essentially the cover art for the storefront. Uh, for a while now devs have been adding elements such as awards reviews scores sale percentages like 90 percent off and other general clutter to their listing and steam has said enough is enough quote it's our goal to make it as clear and straightforward as possible for customers to find games to buy and play on steam recently we've noticed more text award logos and even review scores being included by game developers in their graphical asset images. As a result of not having clearly defined rules, we've seen additions to graphical assets that are creating a confusing and sometimes even inaccurate experience for customers. We want to make sure our guidelines are as clear as possible for what should and shouldn't be presented on graphic, on graphic assets. So today we are clarifying some existing rules and adding some new rules that will go into effect September 1st. End quote and uh do you guys want to know these rules yes all right tell me the rules tell me all those rules so number one no review scores of any kind including steam reviews or external news websites no award names symbols or logos so you can't like put like kotaku's number one garbage product of the year or um polygons uh Editor's pick or you know, whatever.
2: Mm-hmm. Five out of five from Adam Sussler and X-Play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Fuck um, yeah. Yes, uh no um Angry Joe uh stamp of approval or whatever the fuck he does. Yeah, can't do that. No discount marketing copy, like on sale now, up to 90% off. No text or imagery promoting a different product, including sequels or other titles of the same franchise. So you can't uh, be selling Duke Nukem and then be like, hey, get Duke Nukem 3D out now. And then no other miscellaneous text. Now they do clarify that you can use text to tastefully promote a recent update or new content. So let's say you have a live service game. We'll just pick uh, Apex Legends, for example. You can, in fact, put a uh, Apex Legends um, season... 35 on there, that's fine. You can do that. Um, it does remain to be seen how devs will respond. I haven't seen a lot of responses from devs yet. Uh, for them uh to comply with the uh and by the way, failure to comply with these new rules and changes will prevent them from participating in official Steam sales and events, as well as get them buried by Steam's algorithm. So they do have incentive to, in fact, follow these rules. Uh, I I have kind of just my thoughts, but I'll, I'll kind of go around the horn here, Mandachi. What do you think?
1: Uh, honestly, it's a it's a good idea, you know. Plus, like, you can kind of just like write whatever the fuck you want on there. Uh, I could make up a game publication and then say that it, you know, it scored me, blah, 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 blah. It leads, uh, it leaves a lot up to the consumer to actually go and uh, check that out. Most of us, we know that, uh, we know we wouldn't go and do that. Are we actually going to like Google say Hades who has like, I think it's like 14 different Game of the Year awards from different publications and like had 93 or at 95 on Metacritic? you know, just a mess of things, right? Um, but what if it wasn't that good, but it said it was? because you know like those, I think that there's like six of those awards that are showing on it's um not the thumbnail mind you but after you click it to look at its page on the store page up in the top right a little banner there it'll show you like six different awards that it has so just using it as an example how many people are actually going to you know google hades uh super giant games and go and see You know, like, did it actually get these awards or was it a nominee or was it even mentioned at all? It's not necessarily something that I think is probably happening, you know, like a lot or maybe even much at all. It's probably negligible. Um, I think that. A lot of developers also need a way to just, like, very clearly be like, hey, these are some accolades our game did, and maybe you'd like it, which you can already do on your on your game's page in the Steam store. You click on it, and on the right-hand side, you'll see everything. Like, you have the options to add them there. So it, it kind of just begs the question of, like, why do you think that you need all of that shit cluttering up the name of your game? I don't know. It's kind of goofy. Uh, if it's a problem, it's a it's a problem. But I I certainly haven't noticed it myself very much.
0: Yeah. Green. Do you have any pins?
2: Yeah. Just looking at the store now. There's a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of. Uh culprits here like the quarry has like a a whole like section of like nine out of ten ten out of ten mass effect legendary edition mm-hmm. same thing
1: oh scarlet um, I nexus i am seeing yeah. that right now like scarlet nexus and then giant laurels 85 percent positive reviews yeah
2: and it's definitely something that should be addressed especially if it's a uh particularly misleading um, mm-hmm. Also, just like, just doesn't look good, you know. Like Daisy, yeah. Daisy has survival sale up to forty percent August first through eighth on their thing. Well, so.
0: that one I think is because it's an official sale that the that be okay. I'm not <sighs> sure. It is yeah.
2: I don't know. I, I feel like that you know they gotta be able to not pick and choose. Yeah, when they do that, so I, I don't know. Uh, it, I guess it really just comes down to like making sure that they're consistent with it as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, here's that, yeah. yeah here's a culprit that I just found. Symphony of War, 96 percent overwhelmingly positive steam user reviews like right like, yeah,
1: written right on it. Yeah. Rust, Daisy. But yeah, like those are the other things, too, is it's like I feel like I feel like you probably could shrug those off because they straight up say like the date for the survival sale. Daisy straight up says survival sale up to 40 percent off. And then, you know, most people too that are already gaming are like, I know what Rust is, I know what Daisy is.
2: Well you have like Guardians of the Galaxy as well, like the Marvel's uh uh Guardians of the Galaxy, their placard has best narrative twenty twenty one winner. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just I think it uh as, again as long as they stay consistent, make sure that like doesn't look overly tacky and like gets to the point, then I yeah. I can agree with this. For sure, yeah. I agree
1: with it. Uh, there is one more that I'm gonna that I'm gonna bring up because it's just like this is actually kind of egregious. Um, <laughs> oxygen not included, uh, which is a fun game. It's cute, it, you know. It's interesting, um, but it doesn't just say oxygen not included on the thing. You know, like you've got your character, some cutesy shit on the left side, and then giant letters, oxygen not included, then a uh, semi transparent bar that says in multicolored neon fast friends. And then below that it says new content update exclamation point. And it's just like, is this the actual thing that I should be clicking? Do I need to look for a different version of oxygen not included? What is going on? Yeah, help. <laughs> hey, help. I'm molding.
0: Um. Yeah, I I think really anything that keeps the storefront looking clean and easily accessible for people and readable is fantastic. Um something I noticed no other outlet has mentioned is how this could possibly reduce fraudulent advertising on Steam, specifically mm-hmm. with the awards bit, right? As it is possible for a dev just to pay someone to give them an award, <clears throat> JD Power <clears throat> right yeah and uh for someone to make it make or just like make up a fucking award make up a fucking award and stick it on a banner um you know that that's just entirely possible for someone to do and uh, i like the change i think it'll help clean up the storefront and i think it'll make things a lot easier for for customers to decipher uh and the fact that they like don't have an incentive now to put possibly fraudulent stuff like i'm thinking of like a like an like a unity asset flip right that could just Mm -hmm. put like fake review scores up on that on that thing to make it look legit or more legit for night, you know 99 cents that they put together with five dollars worth of unity assets you know uh, i think that's for sure something that uh this will help clean up if if that is in fact a problem i haven't really seen that be a problem i haven't seen anyone really mention that potential but I I think it's still there.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I was kind of going with it too, like in my in my previous rant of just like what's stopping people from just like writing dumb bullshit or like you know if you just put a ten out of ten, and then you just say like from like Flimgar Flimgar uh, Publications gave this ten out of ten, you know, or you just have a made up award of like biggest chin on male protagonist twenty (laughs) twenty two. You know, like there's there's just no need for some of that shit. And um, then you have like some things as well that are probably not necessarily uh, necessary, but like Risk of Rain 2. We know Risk of Rain 2 is good game. Maybe we don't know what Risk of Rain is, but we know that three different publications gave it at least a nine. And then also we have a quote from some random person that might matter to you. And then you have games like Frost Punk where um a, a decent chunk of the bottom of their picture just says Frostpunk to announce and it's like cool, I guess I'll wait for that then. Yeah. And not buy your game.
0: Yeah. Anything else on on this particular uh conversation? Is yeah, good. Sir. Do you guys want to talk about some deals? Sure.
1: S- some daily deals. Deals of the month.
0: Dealy deals daily deals. All, right. all right. So, first uh, show of the month. Of course, we always have deals of the month for August 2022. I'm going to start with Twitch or uh, Amazon Prime with Gaming, which, of course, if you connect your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, you do get free, uh, all sorts of free stuff, including a monthly sub to use on a streamer of your choice. Go on ahead and use it on either of these lovely gentlemen, Mr. Greenlee or Mendocci, or any of our guests that we've had on in uh, the four years that we've been doing the show. Um but going under the free games that you get. Uh Family Mysteries, Poisonous Promises. Beast, oh. Beas Amara Maravilla Island, Recompile, Scourgebringer, StarCraft Remastered. Oh, hold up. Check 1 2. Yeah, you're good. Uh wait, check. You're good. Okay, sorry, I got I got uh, scared for a second. Um <laughs> uh bringer Starcraft Remastered, and Zach McCracken and the alien mind benders. Say that one five times fast. No. Say it, mendachi No, I don't wanna. <laughs> uh next on Humble Bundle, which of course we are Humble Bundle affiliates, so keep that in mind. We do have affiliate links if you guys are interested. But it's uh, by no means required, and it does not affect our coverage of Humble Bundle. Uh, First, you have Deck Builder Bundle, which ends on the 5th of August. For $15, you can get 7 items, including Gwent, Wingspan, and Vault of the Void. You have the Amazing Adventures Bundle, which uh, ends on the 12th of August. For $20, you get 8 games, including Beyond a Steel Sky, Unavowed, and The Almost Gone. And then uh, going on until August 10th, you have the Summer Sims Bundle. For sixteen, uh, for $12, you can get 16 items, including a firefighting simulator, bus simulator, plus a, bl- a bunch of DLC for that. Then finally ending for Humble Bundle, we have the Humble Choice of the Month. That has The Ascent, Hot Wheels Unleashed, A Plague Tale Innocence, Gas Station Sim, In Sound Mind, mind scanners, Emily's away in Omno. Uh I I didn't uh, stop there for to ask but any of those games that I just listed uh doing anything for you guys? There's
2: a few that
1: seem yeah. maybe interesting.
0: Yeah. Of course.
1: A couple worth your time.
0: Yeah, I'd be interested in maybe like looking at the Summer Sims bundle that just If you're looking for Zen I think that might be might be the place to go if you're looking for some zen. Um, Steam. Steam has the Summer Survival... or I'm sorry, the Steam Survival Fest, which ends on August 8th, so get all the survival games that you want. I saw Grounded. Uh, we mentioned DayZ earlier. I think there's a few others. Uh, Valheim, I think, is there as well. Uh, Epic Games. until uh, Available until August 4th, you can get Lawn Mowing Simulator, and then starting on August 4th through August 11th, you can get Unrailed which uh there's a lot of sims a lot of survival sims this uh this like they're not survival sims i'm sorry just a lot of sims in general that are on uh deals right now or on sale it's pretty pretty wacky but uh who's got sony what's going on with sony
1: sony sony of course has their summer days of play going on with 2316 different things to look at for you Some games up to 75% off, so there's tons of games in there if you're looking for the games under 20. Uh, For the sake of going through a massive catalog, I have curated four titles for you to perhaps grab and play, all of them being spooky because, I mean, look at me, of course, they're spooky. Plus, it's officially August, and this is the beginning of spook season. So right now, Evil Dead, the game, is $29.99, down from 39 Bloodborne is still one of the most amazing games ever made, and you can start your journey into gothic horror for $10. So I don't know why you're still listening to this podcast and not playing Bloodborne. Um, and then uh, you also have Devil May Cry, uh, Devil, Devil May Cry, Devil May Cry Five's Special Edition, which does come with a hefty amount of DLC. Fantastic game. Uh, and it's more than fine if you've never played a Devil May Cry game before. They, none of them make sense. They're just here to give you a good time. That's 20 bones down from 40. And then a not so spooky title, Tales of Arise. Uh, newest title in the Tales games. Really good. Fantastic gameplay, very very fun, and just looks gorgeous. Great story too. So that's only dollars uh, twenty nine ninety nine down from fifty nine ninety
0: nine. And uh, sticking hey. with what's up? Green? Oh, sorry.
1: The
2: PlayStation Plus uh, games as well.
1: Oh and, uh, yes, Yakuza of like a
2: dragon. Yakuza yeah. like a dragon, and Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two Cross Gen Deluxe Bundle
1: yeah as that's, well as i think little yeah shit. little nightmares well nightmares All free. is good stuff
2: if you have playstation plus of course then they're free
1: yeah and you know like like a dragon as well being yakuza 8 again you don't need to play the other ones to know what's going on here we're just trying to have a good time man you should do that
0: yeah uh sticking with you, dachi what's going on with nintendo
1: Nintendo actually, for the second month in a row, doing pretty all right. They are currently having until the 7th a multiplayer sale. So, you got a lot of games that are about 30% off or so. Uh, so, again, I've curated three total games for you to uh, check out. We got Streets of Rage 4, that's only $12.49, down from $24.99. Really fantastic. Uh, Keep in mind that if you're playing local, you can have up to four people playing on the couch. But if you're playing online, you can only have like one other buddy. I'm pretty sure unless they've changed that in an update recently. Uh, And the Mr. X DLC, I don't see it on the store. So I don't know if it's available on the Switch yet. But the base game is more than more than enough fun to, uh, to be had while you're waiting for that. Next is Wind Jammers 2. If you're not familiar, uh, let me just sum it up for you. Imagine incredibly aggress- uh, aggressive frisbee, and you're trying to dome your opponent, and uh, it's kind of like fighting game meets frisbee. Uh, it's really, really fun. Uh, so if you're into that kind of competitive nature, that's only $15.99, down from $19.99. And of course, it wouldn't be a Nintendo sale or me telling you about deals in the month without me telling you that Monster Hunter Rise is on sale for fifty percent off at thirty fifty nine, and uh, you should you should you should do that. There's hundreds of hours of good stuff to be had for thirty bucks.
0: Hell yeah, Green. What's going on with uh, Microsoft?
2: Good old Xbox Game Pass is getting a few games. Uh, as of today, uh, they have Ghost Recon Wildlands for console cloud and PC. Uh, August 4th, you'll get Shenzhen Shenzhen Shenzhen, IO for PC. Turbo Golf Racing for Xbox Series X and cloud and PC. Uh, August 9th, you'll get Two Point Campus for console cloud and PC. Then August 11th, they're bringing Cooking Simulator for the Console, cloud, and PC, and then for PC, Expeditions, Rome, and off-world Trading Company. Um, however, a few games are leaving on the fifteenth, which is Boyfriend Dungeon, Curse of the Dead Gods, Library of uh, Ruina, starmancer and Train Sim World Two.
0: More Sims, more Sims. Uh, any other deals? Sims. Any other deals that we wanted to mention, bring up?
2: Not that I can think of.
0: Okay.
1: Mm, no, no, I think that's it, man. I mean, like, we already, we'd been kind of talking about the Steam Survival Fest, and that's going until the 8th. So, yeah. looks like everything's pretty much until, like, the 7th, 8th, some of them going later. But, yeah, like, now is always the time to act.
0: Yeah. Well, excellent. I think we can uh, wrap up the show then.
1: Hell oh, yeah.
0: Yeah green what's coming up on your channel
2: Uh oh, well i am off until friday and then friday i'm not sure if i'll be playing hunt showdown or if i'll be playing some sweet sweet star citizen um i guess we'll see when we get there um yeah you can catch me on twitch.tv forward slash mr green um also on twitter instagram uh to all the fancy places at mr green
0: heck yeah mandachi how about you
1: hey yo yeah uh busy week we'll see what we get up to but hopefully uh you know same days thursday friday saturday i'm gonna start having mondays off so you might start seeing me stream on sunday nights we'll see uh either way we've just been hammering away at all the multiplayer games that you can really think of lots of monster hunter uh back for blood has been fun doing aliens fireteam elite ever since they dropped their new update and we have another update coming up uh, later this month. Uh, quite a few different things rolling around uh, and, and stuff in the pipe. So, yeah, uh, stay up to date on my Twitter at only Otherwise, catch me on Twitch with the uh, slash mendachi,
0: M-E-N-D-A-C-I-I. Heck, yeah. I like the little slash that you did there. Yeah. Slash uh, dab. Coming up with me on Thursday, I'm playing some Hunt Showdown. Saturday, some Hunt Showdown. And on Sunday, Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel. <laughs> oh. Uh, huh. Yeah, that's my, that, that's my current plans. Um, I am on days that I am not uh, streaming. I am working on uh, projects uh, that you guys are going to enjoy and have a good time with. So, yes. That is me. You can keep up with me at uh, on Twitter at Danny K. D-A-N-I-E-C-A-E. That's where I do most of my shit posting. And uh, you'll be happy for it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's going to wrap up the show this week. Thanks for watching and listening. Your time with us is always appreciated. Of course, though, I just forgot something that we needed to do.
1: What's that, Danny?
0: We needed to do a giveaway. Giveaways.
1: <gasps> giveaway time. Yes. Hidden at the end.
0: At the end and yes hold up let's do a quick uh let me go uh to last week's video and grab a name randomly from the comment section uh ba-ba-ba-ba. Ba-ba-ba-ba. okay comments um hmm.
2: gleam winner is Scott Adkins
0: oh on uh on uh gleam Twitter? on gleam on gleam Congratulations, yep. Scott Atkins. And then, um, Mendacci heads or tails?
1: Uh, you know, I got to go heads.
0: All right. My squeezing arm. Congratulations. You have won the game. We will be in contact with you. Uh, Congratulations again. All right. Yeah, that's going to actually wrap up the show this week. <laughs> Woo! We're, of course, not just interested in your guys' time. And attention, We are interested in your opinions, so let us know your thoughts about everything that we talked about on today's episode in the YouTube comments, or let us know on Twitter, which, of course, Green Elite can tell you what that is right now.
2: That's at Next Nothing PC, and then also on Facebook for the Next Nothing Podcast.
0: If you miss any part of the show or want to take us on the go, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. And if you want to find us live, you can catch us on Twitch at 7pm Central Time every tuesday night most tuesday nights i shouldn't say every because then someone will be mad when we miss an episode (laughs) um if you guys want to uh help support us and like what we do drop a like and subscribe and ring that bell that really does help us out a ton that lets us know that you guys are enjoying what we are putting out there and it also tells youtube that you are enjoying it don't um and uh yeah that's really about it (laughs) I, I had a whole other section there that does not apply to this week. Oh. Folks, until next week, stay safe, stay healthy, keep fighting the good fights, and we'll talk to you again next week. Goodbye!
1: to
2: load.